Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the pod. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Happy Monday. Wishing you all positive, healthy, slaying weeks. I hope you just slay the shit out of this week, whatever you're doing out there. Uh, I pulled the trigger. I am actually going to Coachella. No one is surprised. Absolutely nobody. I just, it was honestly when we were on the, in the car going to the airport in Austin, and I didn't really feel like I had the chance to enjoy well so let me let me back up i had the best time in austin but usually when i go to austin i like party really hard and do all that kind of good stuff and as you know i've been in kind of a non-party mode but i did i got the feeling back you know i got that tingle i got that fanny flutter because truly i sort of believe once a party girl always a party girl now that doesn't mean that i haven't drastically changed my way of drinking and socializing and and all that good stuff but i got the urge to have like big fun if you know what i mean i think that this year for me is all about knowing when to knowing when to send it and when knowing when to not send it i think last year for me was just about fun 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 i don't regret it for a second but this year is more about okay is today is tonight a good night to go out and whatnot and 
being in Austin reminded me of, I do love having fun. I do love going out and all that good stuff, especially with my close friends. And so I, we're me and Saba and Lauren were in the car and I was like, you guys, should we go to Coachella? And they were like, they had both previously said, no, we don't want to go. You know, we're, we're going to skip this year. None of us are that keen on the lineup and whatnot. And then I was like, you know what? I'm really going to work hard until then. And I, I'm going to go. I think we should go. So we did it. We booked the house. We will be going weekend one. I'm so excited. I think also last year for me was kind of a tricky Coachella because I was just in a really weird mental spot during that time. And I was, I feel like I was doing a lot of things. I actually talk at length about this in the book. I felt like I was doing a lot of things because I got swept up in the influencer scene. I thought that I needed to provide certain things for my friends or people who I thought were my friends. I thought I was doing everything to try and, you know, be like, okay, can I get everyone into neon carnival? Can I do all this stuff? Like, oh my God, I have to have the sickest outfits. Oh my God. Oh my God. All this stuff matters. And it's like over the past year, so much has changed for me. And the number one thing that I've realized is like that shit is not fun and that shit doesn't matter. And the only things that do matter are hanging with your friends and doing things that you want to do. So this year, I think it'll be very different. I'm not going to work at all. I'm going to just go with all of my super, super close friends and have a good time, get back to like what it was. I swear the first time that I ever went will always be the best time because I had no expectations. I had a GA band. I wore rainbow flip-flops and it was just me and Brian. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. We arrived. We were like, wow, what is this giant carnival? This is amazing. We went to all of our favorite you know, people. It was just like no muss, no fuss. But all this to say, I'm excited to be going. I do love concerts. You know me. I think that there is no better use of money when you're young is to create experiences. Like save your money on a bag. Like you don't need another bag. Like going to a concert with your best friend, like that's an experience. So I'm excited for that. Looking forward to it. I do have a bit of travel before, which I'm also excited about. And um, I'll see you guys in the desert. Today, I want to talk about my tips for anxiety. And obviously I need to do a huge disclaimer up front. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. And if you are struggling from severe anxiety, you know how much I believe in getting professional help, whether it's talking to someone, whether it's medication, I've done both these things. I do both these things. Anxiety is real and it has and it can have a terrible effect on your life day to day. It can affect your sleep. It can affect your health. I have had it. Um, I continue to have it. It flares up at, at different times. And I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say something. I am so glad with how much we talk about therapy, with how much we talk about mental health issues. However, I do think that the word anxiety is thrown around a lot. and people are like, oh my God, I have anxiety like that, uh, you know, just kind of like using the word very loosely. And and that's fine because I do that too. I use serious words for silly situations and I kind of, I, I, um, conflate, I think that's the word, like different words for different meanings. That's totally something I do. I don't think there's a problem with it. However, I do think that that can be confusing for people who actually have anxiety or maybe who have undiagnosed anxiety because they're like, oh, well, you know, if, if, the, if anxiety is just being worried about this, you know, whether my, whether I can find my TV clicker, then maybe I don't have it. I don't know if that made sense to you, but all I'm saying is language is tricky. 
anxiety is thrown around a lot. And I just see and acknowledge people out there who are struggling with severe anxiety because you're like, well, that's weird because my anxiety means that I can't sleep for two days on end or my anxiety means that I can't leave the house or and whatnot. So I've had anxiety for most of my life. Um, sometimes it's just like a, a low hum. Sometimes it's a m- loud roar. Uh, this January, I experienced the worst anxiety I've had in several years. I was f- truly feeling crippled by it. I wasn't leaving my house. I just was really, really struggling with really deep anxiety. And um, I worked really hard with my therapist. And if you have anxiety, you know, sometimes those waves just come and like you kind of just have to bear down and go through them. Today is my tips and tricks for anxiety that's not like that. Just kind of if you, you know, if you're having, if something's causing it on a low level, again, I want to reiterate, I'm not a doctor. If you have anxiety, please seek help. It's serious. These are just some things that I have found that help me on a day-to-day basis. Or if I feel like I'm going to have an anxiety attack, these are simply tricks and tips to to help me. I hope I've made that clear. You know what I'm afraid of. You know I'm afraid the BB is going to write to me and be like, Tinks thinks she's literally a doctor. Like, who is she to give medical advice? I'm not. This is just one very anxious girl giving tips that helped her. So in no particular order, here we go. So routine. This is the least sexy thing, but it really does help me keep my waterline of anxiety lower than it would be. And it's not sexy and it can be difficult to implement, especially if you travel a lot like I do, but just small things that you can do every day really do help your brain, or at least they help, it helps my brain. Why do you think I'm so obsessed with my morning routine, right? Because then by the time it's 9 a.m. or whatever time, I've already done all of these things for my body, these non-negotiable things, that really help me, right? Then I'm like, okay, I've already gotten a lot done or it feels like I've gotten a lot done. I feel like I have a stable place to start my day from. And routine can be as small as like taking your vitamins every morning, right? That's a routine because I hear you. I travel a lot too. I'm about to leave for another three weeks. Like I'm not going to have all my stuff and all my, you know, my bed and my cold plunge and all my eye masks and all that fucking shit. Like find things that you can do anywhere that make you feel good. Okay. Like I have a, a call map, um, thing that I listen to when I go to sleep. That's a routine. Skincare is a routine. It's not silly. It's not just like a frivolous thing that girls do because they don't want wrinkles. That's not it at all. I mean, I don't want wrinkles and I do want to look snatched, but also it's a routine. Drinking a certain amount of water every day is a routine. All of those non-negotiables, they do add up and they make you feel grounded or they, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep saying me. They make me feel grounded, right? Because then I feel like I'm clinging on to something that's in the real world that I have a baseline of stability. Even if it's just a certain way you have your coffee, whatnot, if routine is a scary word for you, think about non-negotiables. I talked about that on like the second ever podcast episode that I ever did because they make you feel grounded. Walk, vitamins, water, boom. Three things in your day you're going to do no matter what. 
So that is, oh, and journaling, obviously a great thing you can do anywhere. Gratitude list, a great thing that you can do anywhere. Gratitude also really does help Mr. Anxiety stay at bay. If I'm feeling super anxious, I'm like writing down things that I can, you know, have uh, gratitude for. Working out. So I am going to be real with you guys. I have never seen a real massive difference in my body when I work out. It's just not my body type. I I don't know what my body type is. I don't really get it. I work out, you know, I go in waves like everybody else. I took some, you know, kind of like a six month hiatus, but I'm back now. But even when I was in New York and I was working out like crazy, like five days a week, you know, really hard classes and whatnot, I didn't see a difference in my body. For me, the only difference is what I eat and how much I eat. That's a different podcast, which I will never do because I don't want to be skewered. Um, But it doesn't really do anything for my body. It does everything for my mind and my anxiety, really everything. And I don't think that there's any coincidence that, I mean, I don't think that's why I had a massive anxiety spell in January, but I think that it definitely added to it because I was just feeling like so blah that I didn't even feel like working out and that, and I didn't, I wasn't really walking in January. So that was why it was like so bad and intense. Um, so for me, I truly, truly the way that I feel after working out really makes me feel better. And also if I'm feeling high anxiety and I do a workout, it's like an hour without my phone. It's an hour where I'm trying to concentrate on something physical. And that's something that I really try to visualize if I'm having high anxiety is like out of my mind into my body. I'm like, Ooh, like this squat is hurting or Ooh, like my arms are getting sore doing this. That stuff is all very helpful because anxiety is just like a loud mind, right? It's just like this overworking of your mind where you're future tripping and you're imagining all these scenarios. So working out, I like not only because of the endorphins after, but because of how it pulls me into my body. So maybe try that. Maybe find something that works for you. For me, walking is the number one thing that I love to do. It always, always sets me right, mind and body. I love doing it in the fresh air. You never, like, you never feel bad after a walk. You are always happy that you went. You are 100% of the time always happy after a walk. Reading. Gosh, I sound like a broken record, don't I? But it's true. Reading. Um, I genuinely find reading to be a cure-all. If I'm sad, if I'm anxious, if I'm feeling a little bit depressed, if I'm feeling worried, reading, for me, it's a magic pill. And I think that a lot more people would find it helpful if they just got over the hump of, of feeling I think that a lot of people have a mental block around it because they think of reading and they they think of high school. They think of like the scarlet letter being like, what happened on page 64? And you're like, I don't fucking know. Let me, let me be really clear. I am not a reading snob. I was an English major. I have a master's in journalism. I just wrote a book. I don't believe in reading snobbery. I don't believe in people saying, Ooh, listening to a book is not reading it. Or like, Ooh, that's a trashy novel. So it doesn't count. I don't, I think that's all, that's all cockamamie. Is that the right word? Cockamamie? <laughs> um, read whatever the fuck makes your little heart happy, okay? If you want to read sexy novels, go for it. If you want to read celebrity memoirs, go for it. If you want to read fucking Chaucer, then have at it, sister. It doesn't matter. And if you want to listen to it, that's fine too. It genuinely doesn't matter. The only thing is that you escape your mind because when you're reading it's very hard to concentrate on worries. 
yeah, they're in the back of your mind always. Your anxiety is like humming in a low way in the back of your mind. It's very hard to actively think about your fear of nuclear war if you're reading. Trust me, I've tried it out, okay? So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I've bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's Z-O-L-A dot com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's 
endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. Face blanching. Now, I introduced you guys to face blanching as a depuffing technique. And the reason that I love it so fucking much is that not only does it depuff your face, it also lessens your anxiety. The way that I actually got into face blanching, that's what I called it, not my therapist, is my old therapist that I had in New York. And when I was having high anxiety, she'd be like, fill a bowl up with water, dunk your face in it, it resets your vagus nerve. And you feel calm. You do it like I do like three times for 10 seconds each or whatever. And please don't ask me like, how do you not drown? You hold your breath. Have you ever been swimming before you hold your breath? Like you're, you're standing in your kitchen. You're not going to drown, please. Um, and it resets your vagus nerve. It's like the coldness. And I swear to God, it works so well. If you have had a, had a restless night with anxiety, wake up, do this, you guys. And here's what I love about it. Anybody can do it. Anybody can have a bowl and ice. I love it when you travel because you know what Mr. Anxiety loves? He loves travel. He loves a strange hotel room. He loves traveling to Cleveland to give a work presentation that you're scared shitless of. He loves going to a foreign country alone to close a deal. Like he loves that stuff, right? So what are you going to do? You're going to get your bowl. You're going to fill it with ice and you're going to reset your system and depuff at the same time. We love to see it. Similar, um, I shower. There is a reason that I shower like three times a day. And it's because to me, showering completely resets my mood. Like when I shower, it's like when you turn off your phone and you you like shut it down and you start restart it again. Like somehow it magically fixes everything. I shower a lot. It doesn't have to be a cold shower. I take normal showers. Uh, for me, this really, really helps me to feel calm and regain a sense of control. And even works when I'm angry, even works when, you know, it really, really helps my anxiety. And then that brings me also to my next point. What I really love to do is a one-two punch. I shower, even like a quick little rinse. And then I get in my bed on my towel and I do leg on wall fall. And it, for me, really, really helps my anxiety. It's something about getting my circulation going, lying down. I try to just listen to a book during that and not scroll, doom scroll on my phone. That really, really helps me. 
Okay. Here's a trick too. If you're in the throes of a really bad anxiety attack, um, I can't remember which therapist taught me this, but you just name things in the room. Like you go around and you tap something and you're like chair, bed, um, rug, and you like touch it and like even write a list on your phone. And it sounds super silly, but if you've ever had an anxiety attack, you get why this is really useful. Um, so it kind of like helps pull you out of your head. And also, I just want to say if you've ever had a real anxiety attack, I'm so sorry because they are the worst. Um, this is another kind of trick is like if this one really helps me if I'm like out, sometimes I'll get bad anxiety if I'm like going to an event or something not about the event, but I'll be like, oh my God, I'm like so in my head. And then I worry that people will think I'm being rude because I am so anxious. And like, this was happening a lot in January where I was like finding it really hard to get out of my head. And then I would go to a meeting or I'd go to an event and I like literally couldn't speak. And then I get anxious that people think I'm a bitch or whatever. So I to ask myself, like, is there anything wrong right now? Like, what is your problem right now? And nine times out of 10, the only problem, like you you have to search your mind. You have to say, is there anything wrong right now? And maybe the problem is like, oh, well, no, I guess not. Maybe I'm kind of cold. I wish I brought a sweater or like, no, I'm in traffic. But like, that's the biggest problem right now. That is a trick of a certain psychologist. And I don't know which one, but it's been passed on through many different therapists to me. So that's a good mind reframe. Okay. Rollerball scents in my purse. So scent is very powerful and it can really, really calm you down. I love to have a rollerball scent on um, the airplane because I get a lot of travel anxiety. I really hate to fly. And I just love to have these little scents in my uh, purse and then you smell them and it kind of resets you. The brand I like is Sage Natural Wellness and they have these little rollerball scents and I just can't tell you what a difference they make. You just do a few deep breaths and if you pair that with like a calming song in your headphones when you're taking off or whatnot, really helps you. And then you kind of know you have it. And then whenever you smell it, you start to associate it with calming down. It's kind of like an adult security blanket, right? You're like, whoa, whoa, I'm spinning. I'm spinning. You take it out, smell, deep breath, let it go. It's really, it's really, really worked for me. Um, pillow spray kind of similar. If you have sleep anxiety, there's two that I love. I love the Osea one, Osea Vegas nerve spray. And then the Cora Organics one is amazing too. I like to mist my face if I'm feeling bajiggity or anxious in my head. Drinking water, so simple, I know, but like it really does help. And why do you think I call it emotional sport water bottle? Like just because I like to have it, like it, it helps me. Um, breathing exercises. So again, if you guys have a meditation app, you like, I still have not been able to crack the code on meditating. And my therapist is like, the fact that you're resisting it so much means you need it even more, but I just cannot do it. However, the calm app has a lot of like guided breathing things that I do like. And so I like to do those if I'm feeling, they even have one for like, it's like three minutes of calm and you just listen to it and it really can calm you down. Okay. Playing with an animal or even looking at pics of your dog or your cat or a dog or cat you love or whatever animal you love. Um, yeah, I truly not to be dramatic, think that I would 
have died last year without Biche. Like, obviously, I love Miso too, but he's new and, you know, he's new to the game, whatnot. But Biche was there with me through some very, very tough times in my life. And I, she's my best friend and I just love her so much. And I just think that animals are amazing and the calm that they bring us, like, they don't care that you're anxious. Like, they don't care that you're freaking out. Like they're just there to be your best friend. And that they're like these little animals that live in our house. And it's just like, it's very magical. And if you live alone and you are an anxious person, I would highly recommend adopting a cat. Um, I mean, you can get a dog too, but like cats are so independent and they are so much less work and it's a great pet for like a single person to have. So consider it. I've actually met a couple people recently who said that they adopted cats because of me. And that is like the proudest influence that I've ever had. Okay. I'm going to end on one that people think is really silly, but for me, it helps me a lot. It's getting a manicure or a massage or like a facial if you can. And the reason that I like it is because nothing bad has ever happened in a nail salon. Okay. Yes. Maybe the one time that you got like ugly nails that was traumatizing but like on the whole they are such a happy place like they're full of people relaxing everybody's so nice and it's like something about your body being touched like it really does that thing that I was mentioning about pulling you into your body right you are being pulled into your body you're thinking about what color to get or you're being touched or you know your face is being massaged or whatever and I totally understand this is a luxury and not everyone has money to do this all the time. So it's not like a sustainable method to control your anxiety. However, I think it's great if you are having a really high anxiety week or you're you're really, really stressed out and you're feeling lonely and spirally, go to get something done because it's just a great way to ground yourself in your body once again. That is my list of tips and tricks, you guys. Once again, I want to be so clear. Talking to a therapist is the number one way that I've controlled this beast. It's the number one way that I take a baseball bat to Mr. Anxiety's face. And I would be nowhere without my therapist. I'm very lucky to have found someone who I work with and just gets me and I get her and it's just amazing. And if you haven't found that therapist yet, please don't give up. I have been in therapy since I was 13 and it took till I was like 29 to find someone that I was completely obsessed with. It doesn't mean it's not working. It doesn't mean that you're not getting things out of it. And it is just so important. And I also want to reiterate that if you need to take medication, you should do it because, you know, sometimes these mental health issues, they are too much for us to handle. And if it's getting to a place where it's affecting your life, then go talk to someone about it. Like, please, they are therapists are there to help us. They are literally trained professionals to help us control our brains. Like if you were having a massive pain in your leg, God forbid, like you would go see a doctor. You'd be like, whoa, I can't walk. Like this is, this is affecting my life. Like the same is true for our brains. I know everyone is like, ooh, everybody has anxiety now. And it's like, yeah, have you looked around? We live in a fucking fiery hellscape. Like the, everywhere you look like is really stressful right now. Oh, well, I have this other note. I want to say one last thing. So I think it's very important to be informed, but I also believe that the news cycle specifically in the United States is meant to A, scare us and B, addict us. And it's my belief that human beings weren't 
supposed to absorb the amount of negativity that we do on a daily basis today. Like when you think about how it used to be, it would be like, okay, you know, you're in your town and like if something bad happens in your town, you hear about it and it's like one bad thing every like th- six weeks or whatever. And then you're like, oh no, like something bad happened. And then you, you know, you're sad about it and you move on. Like on a daily basis, we are confronted with so much awfulness that it can be an anxiety trigger. Like it, it is a lot. Like my mom is the type of person who has the news on in the house from morning till night. And like, that's too much for me. When I go home, I'm like, please turn it off. Like absolutely be informed, but just constantly absorbing like disaster after disaster is, I don't think helpful. Like you're not going to help by knowing every single awful thing that happened in the world. I think it's super crucial to know about who you're voting for, what's going on in your country, what's going on in your area, that kind of stuff. But like knowing that there is a, I'm not even going to give an example because that just wouldn't be right, but you need to find the level of news that's right for you. And then you need to stick to it. And you you don't need to feel bad if you don't wake up, wipe the drool off your face and start fucking jerking off to CNN. Okay. It's, it's too much. There's a reason why anxiety is literally all over the place. There's a reason why so many people are depressed and lonely. It's because of our phones. It's because of the news. It's because it's, it's all too much. So don't feel bad if you need to say, "Mm, I'm actually not going to watch this 60 minute special on this, you know, awful disaster that's across the world that I can't do anything about. Like that's not you being a snob. That's not you being not caring or not being a good person. I mean, you know how I believe guys, like I think that when you're thinking about how you can help in the world, the way you do it is like grassroots. I'm very about like, how can you do it in your neighborhood? How can you change someone's mind? You know, what's more effective than like just worrying about some, something that happened on the other side of the world that you can't control having a conversation, having a conversation with like your aunt who has totally different political views than you or like when someone says oh that's so gay in a conversation saying actually like you really can't say that anymore like having the courage to to do that to me makes more of a difference in the world than than like watching the news and being like oh my god oh my god oh my god death destruction all this stuff that's my take some people may not agree with me but for me i have to control how much news i watch and i always think how can I actually help? Um, as silly as it sounds to me, it's like, well, maybe doing a podcast about anxiety, like that is a way that I'm creating positive change in the world, right? That's my two cents. If you're struggling with anxiety, I love you. And I hope that you have the courage and resources to talk to someone about it. And I hope that these little tips and tricks help. I will see you back on Wednesday for the live show. And uh if you haven't pre-ordered my book please pre-order it i will put a link in the show notes and if you're enjoying the pod share it with a friend maybe a poor friend who has an anxiety and could benefit from it i love you bye life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's only one mccrispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.